0: So this weekend was uh, Psalm 24, and heard Pastor Mike preach an awesome sermon from uh, from the Psalms, and just great time. And while you're opening up your Bibles, I want you, I want to ask you if you have ever experienced anything mundane in marriage or in parenting. Never? Ah, oh, it's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. So the reality is. We encounter mundane things in marriage and in parenting on a daily basis, whether you're loading the dishwasher for the thousandth time or folding the same article of clothing or picking it up and putting it away, whatever it may be, we, we have things that are on repeat week in, week out, day in and day out in marriage and in parenting. In fact, this morning, this very morning, I was with my kids around the breakfast table and... I think what happened was one of our kids said that they didn't want to take a shower in just a less nice way of saying it. And, and it's just, this is kind of like an ongoing discussion, like, okay, here we go again. And, and so I, it was like a life lesson moment where I just said, like, hey, in life, we don't always get to do things that we want to do. Sometimes there's things that we uh, have to do, and, and we don't feel like doing it. And there was this crucial moment where I needed to come up with the perfect example. And so I said, like changing diapers. Mom and dad, we change diapers even if we don't feel like it. It's not our favorite thing to do, but we do it anyway. And then we began to calculate the number of diapers that we've changed in our lives, and we may have inflated the numbers a little bit for the sake of our illustration, but we calculated a generous six diapers per day and four kids, and we came up with a number of 18,000 diapers, like maybe a little inflated. I've got at least half of those, right? Half? Yeah. <laughs> I got at least 1,000 of those, solid 1,000, and uh, somewhere between one and 10,000. But, you know, we're thinking with our kids, man, that, that's, a lot, that's a lot of diaper changes. You are know, just changing a diaper one time or having to go back and do it the second time, the third time, it gets repetitive and it's not the most enjoyable experience. Um, but we do it anyway and um, that is one of the realities of life. There, there are mundane and difficult things in marriage and in parenting and we navigate these things uh, as Christians and one of the really helpful um, pieces to that is to remember that God is in control, that God is king, God is sovereign. That's what the, the Psalm 24 was all about. God owns everything. And we ought to remember that. We ought to realize that God's own, God owns everything. That was point number one. Point number two, put it up there for me was to live like God owns you. And then point number three was to anticipate his arrival. So the sermon from the weekend was about having an appropriate perspective on the world that we live in. It's not our world. It's God's. And that changes everything. And we would do well to realize these things and live in light of them. In fact, when we have this sort of Psalm 24 perspective, we're able to say with the author of Ecclesiastes, the way he ends the book, he says the end of the matter, chapter 12, verse 13, the end of the matter. He's searched for meaning all over, and he says, all has been heard. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. That, that is the final statement of the book where the guy who has it all searches for meaning in all these various places, and he says, "Here's where you find it: fear God and keep His commandments. This this is the end, the whole duty of man. And so, for us, especially when we have mundane things, I think it's helpful to remember that God is King and He owns it all, and uh, He entrusts things for us to have. And gives us responsibilities to do. All of life is lived to God. Every diaper change, every load of dishes, from the most mundane and seemingly meaningless to the most significant accomplishments of our lives. We go about them with this fear of God, with this recognition that there is a God over it all. Pastor Mike turned us to Colossians chapter 3 in verse 22. It says, Bondservants obey in everything. In everything, those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. And then verse 23 says, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward, for you are serving the Lord Christ. So we're in service to the King and everything we do is under his uh, supervision, and this injects meaning and significance into the most mundane things that we have on a daily basis. I think that's one significant implication for marriage and family from the weekend sermon. There's another significant implication uh, from this sermon from the weekend as well. If we're going to live like God owns you, we need to recognize God owns us, which means... He also owns our marriage, and he also owns our family. Forgive me if I'm stating the obvious here, but when I, when I start to wrap my mind around that, that has some implications in the way I view my marriage and my kids. I don't have my own little kingdom to do whatever I want with in my family. I don't have my own family unit that is outside of the purview of the authority of a a sovereign God. I have entrusted to me a wife and children, and I have a stewardship because of it. So God has given me people to spend time with, to share life with, to be with, and that is a privilege and a responsibility that I want to take seriously, and I want to live appropriately in that sort of setting. My family is not for me. Ultimately, it's God's possession, and it's for Him. And so it brings up the the idea of consecrating, consecration for me. I want to consecrate. I want to devote to the Lord everything that I have, including my family. I have a friend who... When we were newly married, he lived in our apartment complex, and I'll never forget, he bought a big, huge truck one day, randomly, it seemed like. He came home with this massive truck, and I'll never forget, he said, this isn't my truck, this is God's truck, you can use it whenever you want. And that stuck with me. Uh, He viewed his possessions, his stuff, as God's stuff that he was a steward of. And I guess I'm making the case here that we ought to view our families. And our our children, in the same sort of way, we have a responsibility and a stewardship. So I think that's a significant implication for us to take into our small groups. We've got discussion questions on the back of the worksheet to talk about the weekend sermon, and those are a couple applications for your marriages. So let me pray for you before you go, and have a great discussion. And if you didn't catch it on the announcements, this is the last discussion Uh, of the school year because we got a two-week break and then we'll have our year-end fellowship on May 2nd. So make the most of this last time together like this. Let's pray. God, thank you for the opportunity to talk not only tonight but all the previous opportunities that you've given us. We're grateful. We know that you're in control even of us being here tonight and having a group of people to communicate with and to um, share with. I pray that tonight would be an excellent time of discussing your word and what it means for us to live in light of it. We love you and want to commit uh, this whole night to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.